Hi everyone, this is Dr. Jack Mitchell again with Entrepreneur's Corner. We're sponsored by Tico Studios and DiscountDirectory.net. We want to thank our sponsors for giving us this opportunity to share with you a pretty wonderful gentleman who's making a terrific impact in our community. I've talked before how this program is about entrepreneurship and it's about leadership. It's about giving you folks in our watching and listening audience some ideas as to what it's like to be an entrepreneur, to be a business owner, to be a leader. Well, today I have a gentleman, Bob Calhoun, who's just an amazingly inspiring and gifted business leader and community leader. Bob leads an organization that's terribly important in our community, and actually it's a national organization. International. International, excuse me. Mm -hmm. International organization. His name is Bob Calhoun, and your title is, is a director, CEO, God, what is it, for <laughs> Habitat for Humanity here in the church? Yeah, definitely Coast. not the third No, option, okay, but, okay, but, with uh, a small yeah, G I'm, maybe. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the chief executive officer. The for chief executive officer. For the location is what, Bob? For we serve St. Lucie County, but as I was mentioning, as a Habitat for Humanity organization, we're actually part of an international organization that works not just in North America, but in 76 other countries around wow. the world. And the, the amount of good that Habitat for Humanity, I think hopefully most of us know the name and have a little appreciation as to the the benefit and the value it's brought to so many communities and so many individuals that uh, mm -hmm. that uh, have been helped by this amazing organization that Bob is here in the Treasure Coast and in St. Lucie County especially focusing on. So thank you for your service. I think it's just terrific. Well, thank you. The purpose today, Bob, as you know, is to share some ideas about leadership, about entrepreneurship, even though you're technically not an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur usually doesn't get a, a base salary. Uh, you're fortunate enough, perhaps it isn't enough, but you do get some <laughs> kind of a salary. But you're an entrepreneur in the sense of, we call it an entrepreneur, that you have the mindset of an entrepreneur. You are a leader, you are, you're your own running mm -hmm. a business. If you give a little, just a little history of yourself, how long have you been involved with you know, uh, Habitat for Humanity. What were you doing prior to that? What led up to this role that you have now? And why did you take it on? <laughs> well, certainly, Jack. Um, my professional background prior to Habitat was I ran a design build company. That we did everything from land development, to design work, of course, and, and then the actual construction of those projects. And while doing that, I was attracted to Habitat for Humanity because one, it was an obvious fit for my skill set and just came from a family with a long history of, of giving back to the community. Mm -hmm. So for nine years I was a volunteer with Habitat. Oh, okay. Um, the last two years of that time I was recruited to kind of jump the fence from the for-profit side of this business to the non-profit side of housing and housing development with Habitat. And uh, I just hit one of those points in time where it just felt like the, the right change the to right make. the right thing to do. And uh, so I, I jumped the fence. Good to hear. Well, I'm sure the, the people at Habitat are thrilled that you did. So yeah, uh, hopefully you didn't get hurt jumping that fence. Oh no, it was it was a it was a very soft landing. Good deal. I think the people on the other side made sure I didn't get scared off initially. Uh, of course. Tell me from a business point of view, 
do you have employees? And if you do, how many employees do you have? Either full-time, part-time, mm-hmm. and what's the structure, if you would, of your organization? Yeah, l- l- let me start with that, that basic structure. And that is that a lot of people associate us with creating affordable home ownership opportunities. Correct. Correct. So, so of course we run a construction company, and not only does that construction company build new homes, we find vacant homes. We're working on one right now that we refurbish where they're functionally and structurally new for home ownership opportunities. Mm-hmm. And then we also provide critical home repairs for low-income homeowners. So. Um, Earlier today, we had a, a little ceremony. We've we've started a, a roof replacement program for low-income homeowners, yeah. and uh, since October, we've have completed our 25th roof That's replacement. Fabulous. Wow! And we have five more underway right now. So we've started with our with our funding and a goal to do 40 of these roofs, kind of get in ahead of the storm season. Uh, so I, it's the roof, but it's that's on top of, so to speak. Your, your construction of new homes of no, th- these are these are all for existing low-income homeowners Got so it. they apply to us we screen them for mm-hmm. income uh, we take a look at the house and and it's just a classic case many of these homes need some work sure. but there's no point in investing in that work under a bad roof Got it. so it's always been a challenge not just for us but the programs run by our local municipalities mm-hmm. to tackle that roof issue so we decided to focus on it, and again, we had an initial goal of completing 40 roof replacements, and I think we're going to be able to stretch that to 50. Wow, how fabulous. So, so that's one aspect of what we do. Um, we also provide affordable mortgage financing in order to help people become homeowners. Mm-hmm. And so just as when we go about building, we're, we have to comply with all the zoning, building, inspection regulations. By providing these mortgage loans, we were just like we're PNC Bank or Center wow. State Bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, so myself and one other staff member have been through the American Banking Association training on loan origination and servicing, uh, so that we do that as right well. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sales and marketing. Uh, when you're a nonprofit trying to raise funds, that the techniques are really quite quite similar to what people do when they say when they go out and market their own business and generate mm-hmm. income from that and then we have another source of income through our habitat restores which yeah, I know big mm-hmm. many people have come that you know people donate how items m- how we many do you have here do you, ha- do you have just the one that I'm familiar with across the street or no we have a second one okay. in uh, Fort Pierce and it's we actually own that site and we have three acres so it has more of our building materials Got for it. sale there but as these donations come in we we pull from that donation stream whatever we can use mm-hmm. in our actual programs and then sell the rest of the public so we can support those programs in terms of people how many how many full-time employees, how many part-time employees would you consider? We, we, you have, have? we have 21 full-time equivalents. 21 equivalents, okay. Right. We actually have more in our restore operations because that involves keeping two trucks on the, on the road with mm-hmm. two drivers in each of those trucks, for example, as well as staffing the stores and, and managing them. Okay, so so from your position, you have a number of different responsibilities as as the head, if you would, entrepreneur or leader of this mm-hmm. company, you're talking about sales, 
mm -hmm. terms of fundraising. Certainly. You're talking in terms of retail. You're talking about construction. You're talking <laughs> about finance and mm -hmm. so forth. Okay, so you cover all the basic kind of. I can't imagine anyone starting a business, even if they're at home, you know, home-based business, mm -hmm. they have to worry about sales and they have to worry about That's right. know, products and they have to worry about customers and, and so forth. So the same kind of dynamic, whether you're a, a major operation like mm -hmm. you have with 20 some odd uh, full-time equivalent uh, personnel, or you're running a, a, a single shop or whatever. What kind of insights? What what have you learned not to do? You know, in your career, whether it's whether it was when you were in the for profit, mm -hmm. or especially now as the leader of this company, this organization, what is it you're saying? Oh, oh, you know, looking back, I wish someone had told me X, Y, and Z. What what have you learned yourself, and that would be beneficial to to our audience because. We all all make mistakes, and why it's great to have a rent, uh, erasers on pencils is is a healthy thing. What have you learned? Well, I've I've learned a number of things, Jack. And in, in one is particularly if you're going to become a, a nonprofit entrepreneur, you know, you've really got to have a heart for the yeah. work you do and, and a commitment to it. And so we we measure success by a kind of different metrics, if you mm -hmm. will. Mm -hmm. um, Having said that, though, one thing that I think is important for any operation being run is you've got to pay attention to the finances. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's just critical to the organization. In the typical reports that people look at, are, 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 are great. They're great, but they're all about past performance. So you also have to be able to kind of look through the look through the front windshield of that bus, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. if you just focus on those reports, it's kind of like driving the bus by looking only in the rearview mirror. Okay. So for that entrepreneur out there who has who's thinking of maybe starting their own business, it could be uh, in a storefront or mm -hmm. it could be in a, out of their home, whatever. What would you recommend to them from a, a practical point of view when looking forward, because maybe they haven't had a lot of experience looking back, uh, how would, what would you recommend for them in terms of looking forward to identifying what kind of financial needs they may need or whatever? Yeah, I, I would say first and foremost, tr try to find a mentor. There are ah, wonderful people out there in the community um, that can provide tremendous support. There, of course, on, you know, on the web, you've got access to just Boatloads of information. Yeah. Uh, you have to kind of screen well, what, you're, what you take in. Yeah. Um, look, so look for a mentor, someone that's been there that can that been there give that can guide you. And, and, it, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the same business enterprise that you're considering. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that whole expertise of how how do I approach this? I'd, I'd say build it on paper first. Yep. You know, because it. You know the, the work I do every day. At, at the end of the day, if the numbers don't work, we don't serve yeah. low-income households yeah. with their housing yeah. solutions. Yeah, that I, if, if you don't have, if you don't have the cash, you don't have a business. No, you know, I mean it's it's as clear as that. What other kind of things? So I think you know having a mentor, looking forward mm -hmm. to you know what kind of cash flow can we expect? What's reasonable in terms of? expectations sometimes some of us 
are so optimistic like myself. I'm, I tend to be a very optimistic person, so I think, oh, we're going to make a million dollars out of this thing. That's not necessarily reality, mm -hmm. but it's some of the audience maybe mm -hmm. have different types of personalities. Some are very optimistic and say, mm -hmm. I think we can make a ton of money by doing X, Y, and Z. And then there are some who maybe are. So my suspicion is the, the entrepreneur tends to be a little more optimistic. I, th I think that million-dollar passion is essential. Yeah, okay. But you have to recognize it is that that's, that's my passion, that's my long-range goal. Now, how do I break this down into steps that can actually move me to that million-dollar yeah. performance? Yeah, okay. In terms of what have you learned bes beside having that uh, mindset of looking at your finances mm -hmm. and projecting forward, any other kind of advice that you can give to the audience about being a leader and having the passion? One of the things that previous guests have talked about is passion. Mm -hmm. you, know, and you use that word passion. You have a, and yours is kind of easy because you're helping people, and that's there's passion about that and what you're doing. But other folks who have had their own businesses that are not as directly people. Mm -hmm. Everything's people-oriented, obviously, whether you're a plumber or, you know, you're an uh, electrician. These are folks that are helping people with uh, their skill. You're helping in, in a different fashion. Certainly. But what else can you, could you advise oh, I, I, I think you've got to bring in the best people you possibly can and, and hopefully people that are much better at that phase of your business plan that you're going to do than, than you yourself could ever be. Yeah. And invest in those people. Get the best you can, invest in them, keep them involved in the in your business plan, in your enterprise, be it social enterprise or business enterprise, and, and share that passion. Because at the end of the day, I think I think everybody wants to go home with more than a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and if people are going to be productive, they're going to be a good team member, they're going to contribute really 100% to that effort. That they, they need to have more than just that paycheck at the end of the yeah. day. So it's not ju it's just not the money. The money is obviously mm -hmm. important. I mean, people need that. For, but something beyond that is going to motivate people. And if there's a some kind of, if they can buy into your vision, buy into the passion, whether it's being the best plumber or the best electrician mm -hmm. that, that we have, or being someone that's really committed to helping some people that are having a, a tough time, and whether it's through putting a roof on their, their home or uh, refurbishing uh, a facility mm -hmm. for them. If, if someone can share that passion so that it's not just money, but there's something that's spiritually uh, engaging or enriching, that's what just you're Yeah, for. and just personally satisfying. Um, you know, it's kind of sad how many people dread going to work. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, let me get this over with and go back yeah. to my life. And uh, in fact, this morning on my morning walk with a dog ran into this and neighbors who are retired and I just said, well, I've, I've got to go, I've got to have to get to work. And they, being retired, kind of says, oh, that's too bad. And I go, no, 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 I, re I really love going to work. Yeah. You know, I look forward to it every day. And um, I, think if, I think if you can bring that energy, that commitment, that excitement yeah. into your team, you, you can do things that probably none of us individually thought we could do. Yeah, that's great. Bob, 
want to thank you for, for being here, sharing some wonderful mm -hmm. ideas with folks. You, you talked in terms of, you know, financially being astute. Mm -hmm. It's you essential. Essential. You talked in terms of getting some mentor uh, mm -hmm. to help guide you, uh, which is really wise. You talked in terms of, uh, of having the passion to what you're doing. You talked in terms of getting people that are perhaps gifted in other areas that can complement your particular oh, skill to make to reach the goal mm -hmm. and so forth. That's fabulous. So I want to thank you on behalf of our listeners for being here. Yeah, thank Bob you Calhoun for from Habitat from Humanity. Is there any way that if someone wants to get in touch with you or your organization, maybe give a donation or get involved? Because people can give in many different ways to your organization, Bob. Yeah, they Why don't do. you just share with the folks? Certainly. I, I would suggest go to our website, which is stlucyhabitat.org. Mm -hmm. uh, you can give our office a call at 772 464-1117. And, and there are many ways to get engaged with, with Habitat. Uh, a lot of people don't realize we have more volunteers off our construction sites than on them, for example. Because wow. in order to make that opportunity of building a home, renovating a home, repairing a home, um, there's just a lot of other things that happen from our restores to our committees, to our board of directors, yeah. to our fundraising events. That's great. Folks, thank you very much for joining us thank here you. at Entrepreneur's Corner, and a special thanks to Bob Calhoun, who's just, as I said, just doing amazingly wonderful things for us here in St. Lucie County. Thank you all, and have a great day. Thank you. You've been listening to Entrepreneur's Corner, a talk show that interviews entrepreneurs of the Treasure Coast and gets valuable insight to their secrets for success and the story of their business. Sponsored by... Are you looking for more customers? We've developed a highly effective state-of-the-art online local directory to promote discounts and deals from local business owners. Introduce yourself and share a special incentive for local residents on DiscountDirectory.net. Shop local, support local, save local. DiscountDirectory.net and Tico Studios.